Welcome to Seers, Beers, Knowers, and Doers, a podcast about intuition. Do you know what that is? Intuition to me is that inner sense or knowing that something is true, and yet I have no proof. But there's so many definitions, and there's so many ways it can come. I'm looking to bring together and share with you some amazing guests who have some amazing life stories and also some insights into how intuition can come. And I'm looking to gather those crows in the trees. I hope you're one of them. I hope that this podcast inspires you to be more connected to your intuition. And I hope that by doing that, we make the world a better place. Thanks for coming on this journey with me. Before we get started today, I would love to share some tools with you to help with stress and feeling overwhelmed, especially for the energetically sensitive person. Feel free to go to my store on my website at www.healingvitality.ca. Thanks so much for coming on this journey with me. So I'm super excited today because I am reconnecting with another podcast guest who I talked to probably last year or the year before. Diana Stewart's with me actually live in my house, which is bizarre because most of my uh, podcasts are over the phone these days or, or at a distance. And she has some updates on some of the stuff she's doing and a lot has happened. So we've got lots to talk about intuition-wise. So Diana, how are you today? I'm doing really well. And uh, yes, yeah, so my intuition helped me follow to become a sound healer. So I have, I'm a certified sound healer now, and I have crystal bowls, tuning forks, and uh, Tibetan bowls as well. And I did a little bit of an experiment with the public on the crystal bowls, and uh, it had a phenomenal reaction. And the, the beauty about crystal bowls is that sound healing is based on your body's supposed to have 70% of water in it, and the sound healing travels through water. So when you're in the presence of a sound healer or you listen to them on YouTube, your brain can't shut it off. Your body's still receiving. It's an exceptional form. It's a good way to softly, gently release things, fears and phobias that you've been holding on to. Sound healing has been used in the past by some doctors and uh, pre-Christianity was used by all the healers to help people release their pain and suffering. So because a lot of those things that goes on in life is not, they're, they're in your spiritual field before they hit you physically. So if you have stuff that you're holding on to or that is affecting you on different levels, sound healing helps it move gently. Now, a lot of people have different reactions to it. They say that uh, if you were to, some people get really tired. Some people find they're a little anxious. It's really important to drink water. You have to be really hydrated. And also it, it doesn't work very well with people who have metal pieces in their body because they're not part of the what the sound healing does for the body and also it you have to be very careful around uh, pregnant women and that's basically the only restrictions that anyone can benefit from sound healing now there's a lot of resistance because sometimes people don't want to release and let go of their issues they want to keep them because they've identified themselves with them and the sound, but the sound healing will allow them maybe to elevate them to a level that they will release them. Cool. 
So let's backtrack a little bit. Okay, sure. When you say intuition led you to sound healing, what did, how did that work? What, what did, I mean, I've known you for a, a little while and you've always, there's always been, I think there's been a rain stick around and there's been drum. a drum around Tibetan bowl. Tibetan yeah. bowl. Like, so, but, but then these, uh, then the crystal bowl showed up and it was like, bah! like, yeah. you, like <laughs> you started, uh, you started like giggling energetically when the crystal bowl showed up. So, and I don't know if we were exposed to them through, I don't know how we were exposed to them or what put them on your radar screen. So do you, do you remember how crystal bowl showed up in your world? Well, there's this lovely shop on the Island in Summerside PEI called Celtic Mist. And, uh, I got, as I was working over there in my non-energy work dog, I got to know the owner of Celtic Mist and, uh, she brought some of them in so my first sound crystal bowl came from her. Okay. Yeah. And, and because I read that if they get cold, they might crack or anything, I kept it in the box because I only used it at certain times, but it stayed in the box. It didn't sit out on the table. And uh, then uh, the lovely gem and mineral show that happens in uh, Parsboro, Nova Scotia in August I was doing uh, psychic readings there, and they had Tibetan bowls there. So that's where I picked up my Tibetan bowl. And then I think it was a conversation we had with someone else that had, then I realized, oh, I have a crystal bowl. Why do I have it hidden in the box? Because you and I had cleared, I think, about, well, I had cleared for myself that I sometimes I just follow my intuition and buy stuff. And then I don't know why I'm buying it, but I just buy it anyways. And some people have perceptions that's, that's not favorable towards that. So I felt shame for it. So I kept it in a box. So when I cleared the shame, I realized it needs to be out. And the sound from it was just, it just rivet, it just goes through your whole entire body. It was fabulous. And then all of a sudden it said to me, Oh, you need to buy, uh, you need this one and this one and this one. And I'm like, okay, intuition. Okay, let's just take a break here and just, you know, let's work on this. So I bought the bowl that they wanted me to do. So I have a heart chakra bowl. And then I was, so I, and then I, they said, we want you to become a sound healer. So I channeled that I should be a sound healer. And I learned all this fabulous history, which I shared with you. And uh, so I said to the universe, okay, make it happen. I'll do it, but you have to make it happen at a place with someone that I really like. So I came across someone and I took the sound healing course through Vicki Gould. And then there was another offering that they kept saying to me, you need this special bowl and you need this other bowl. So now I incorporate sound healing into my, my energy work and everything like that. Cool. So, like, all of that kind of happened in the last two years, right? Yes. Um, or even the last year, probably. You were accumulating bowls in the last two years, but probably the last year. When did you buy your first bowl, your first crystal bowl? How many years ago was that? Oh, my God. 20, maybe 2017. So, five years ago? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I just am highlighting that because... I find sometimes things take a while to germinate. Yes. So I wanted to I wanted to give people that timeline to have a reflection on because literally I don't know anything that makes you kind of giddy wise in your energy than the sound bowls do. Like 
it's just been kind of really cool to witness. And yet it, it took a while to come to fruition. So I don't want people to think that just because you have something that you're led to do, you have to act on it immediately. Sometimes things have to kind of line up. Yeah. And to be patient because sometimes we will just stick stuff in a box and not be ready ourselves for it. And maybe it's not even about us being ready for the for the intuition to take place. It could be about the environment or the circumstances or whatever. But but don't not listen to buy that thing that's going to sit in the box for a while, <laughs> and like or whatever. I mean that's symbolic, right? Like don't not listen. That sounds that's a double negative. My English teacher would hate that. So listen, <laughs> listen to those little nudges, even if something is going to proverbially sit in the box for a little while because you just don't know how much joy it might bring when you bring it out of the box. So in the sound healing world, you've done some volunteer stuff. It's been interesting to watch that go on too. Like you've played the bowls out in public for the general public. And that was bringing you a lot of joy, but it literally irritated some people's demons. Oh, yes. And so... So I had to stop playing them. You had to stop playing them where you were. Yes. Right? And yet it didn't stop your love for the bowls, right? No, no. Because the ones that it didn't irritate absolutely love them. And there was one lady that came that said that she, she'd listened to them in, on YouTube, but she never heard the bowls live. Mm. And she said the energy from it was unbelievable. And the people that traveled through, because I'm from Amherst, Nova Scotia, the people that traveled through Amherst that were there at the time, they had wonderful stories about their own experiences with the crystal bowls. Like, usually my bowls are pretty fussy. They just don't let anybody touch them because it's part of your energy, I think, is part of it. So what happened was I have a great story about... I bought this, my my friend that owns a cafe where I was playing the bowls. So she tends to get unique and individual things in. And it's almost like all of a sudden out of the blue, when she gets something new and puts it on the shelf, it's my intuitions like you have to go see Charlene, you have to go see her, you have to go see her. And it's because she has this. So she had a beautiful high level uh, Tibetan bowl and so she had only put it on the shelf for a short period of time when I showed up and it came home with me. And that bowl will not play for everyone. It will mm-hmm. only play. Yeah, you have to really sit with it and stuff like that. So anyways, with the bowls, um, they any there was a couple of children that came while I was working, while I was playing them at the cafe, and they allowed them to touch them. Actually, one little child projected something into them. And I thought, oh, my God, it's going to crush them. But it didn't do a thing to the bowl. Nice. So that was, was really cool. I was able to handle the, the yeah. child's energy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I I don't know that I've talked about my crystal ball journey, but listening to that intuition, I bought two bowls around the same time that you got some bowls. Yeah. And there was, there's been some really heavy times in some of the groups that I am involved with and... I, I just had the intuition to play them in those groups kind of over the internet and you could hear a pin drop 
Like everybody was just receiving. And it is very different in person, I think. Let me rephrase that. It's interesting how the transmission will be received over the internet and they can receive the vibration for sure over the internet, no matter where they are, or over the phone, no matter where they are. But when you're actually freaking standing beside that ball, (laughs) like the vibration is very intense. (laughs) It's like very, very intense. So the closer you are to a physical bowl, the better it is. But it's not to say that you won't receive what you're supposed to receive if you're getting it over the internet or over a phone call or, or at a distance. It's just they, it is surprising how intense the, um, the vibration can be when you get them going. And it's, it's interesting. Like I liken it to sometimes church bells. You know how a church bell has like a ring after it's rung? Yeah. It's that continuation of the vibration that these bowls actually have that it's like, okay. And so when you think about if you've ever licked your finger on a wine glass with water and gone around the rim of a wine glass and made it sing, singing bowls are like that on steroids. Mm, Yes. Right? Yeah. It's the same premise. If you've never seen a singing bowl work, like it's it's kind of the same premise minus the water. So I encourage anybody to go check them out even on uh, on the internet, on YouTube, wherever, and just see how your body feels with it because it, it literally can shake stuff out of you <laughs> Yeah, in a way. I'm also going to attempt, I'm not uh, social media savvy, but I'm going to attempt to have a TikTok page. And that's what I'm going to, is to have my crystal balls play on them. Oh, awesome. Yeah. How many do you have now? I've got five. And I have five Tibetan bowls as well. Okay. And as you've gone through your journey with purchasing them and getting to know them, it's been interesting because one would say they're not, living beings but they actually all have personalities yes it's like if you know what elementals are in the woods if you know what uh fairies are like bulls are like a whole nother personality right so not everybody's aware of those those words i just mentioned elementals and fairies and things like that or we have a perception about what they are but they're what some people may perceive as inanimate objects um, that actually have a spirit or a living energy to them. And those energies have personalities, right? So oh, yes. the the bowls, it's been interesting to even how you've had to manage them in the space that you have, how, you know, literally they've expressed their opinions. <laughs> oh, yes, because the sacral chakra bowl doesn't like the heart chakra bowl. And no matter how much energy I do with them, nope. They don't want to be together, so I've had to separate them. And then I had them scattered around my room, and then all of a sudden they decided they all wanted to be in the same corner. And it had so I have my uh, crown chakra bowl and my third eye together. Then I have the sacral bowl, and then I have my miracle bowl and the heart chakra bowls. And that's how they and they play wonderfully. So if they're sitting in the wrong place or feeling too dense in energy, they don't really play well. But when they're happy, they play extremely well. And they even elevate 
and make new sounds that you've never heard before. Mm. So, yeah. Well, and you've had situations where people haven't been able to play your bowls. No, not at all. Oh, and this was really interesting. So a gentleman came with a guitar at uh, the Crystal Cafe, and um, he said, oh, it's uh, vibrating at something megahertz. For, I think he said 432. And then as he was playing, it jumped notes and went to a different note. So it was, say, vibrating at F, and it went to G oh, okay. kind of thing. Oh, so it, it changed while he was playing the guitar with the crystal ball. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So part of the reason why I brought up the personalities and the elementals and the fairies is because I'm all about normalizing stuff. And when you think you hear an inanimate object talk to you, <laughs> it's probably talking to you. Yes. <laughs> It's sending you a message. So don't ignore them. Whether it's a tree, a singing bowl, or or a body of water, or a crow, or, you know, a pet. Like, please try not to ignore your... Yeah, so yes. Well, if we want to go with examples, um, garlic has a really strong personality. Lavender has quite the personality, and it only wants to be planted in certain places. And yeah... All the flowers, they all have energy. They all have personalities. Like they, they just operate on a higher frequency than, like we're two two dimensional in the bodies, like our physical body, right? They, the flowers and the plants vibrate at a higher frequency. So, like my bowl is a crystal bowl, so it's made of clear quartz that vibrates at a higher frequency than. Um, uh, something else would so it's just a matter of uh realizing and opening yourself up to those frequencies right. and those feelings right everything around you even that bumblebee or that wasp that comes to you vibrates at a complete at a different frequency but if you're open to it you can hear what they're saying mm-hmm. now you just said something that people are going to want to correct you on um you said two-dimensional we're two-dimensional being now you're literally not talking about 3D in the form that there is a, a width, a depth, and a height. You're talking about energy-wise that we're two-dimensional yes, yes. two beings, yeah, right? Yeah. So I just want... Can, can you get into a little bit about dimensions? Well, well we, that's not been talked about Oh, yes. Here. Okay. So there's just different aspects of dimensions. So a lot of... Unfortunately, because the... The, the views and values that we've been uh, taught is that if if it's not physical, like this, like your skin, then it doesn't exist. But there's different dimensions to you. So a lot, a lot of people choose to get stuck in the A to B of life. And then there's a percentage of people that choose to be, go beyond the A to B. So they, because they choose to go beyond the A to B of life, then that's where they open to different frequencies, different vibrations, and different sounds. So because they allow, each and every one of us is gifted. We sense things, we feel things, we see things. But throughout our, our lives, we we have been taught to, we have been taught or we choose to shut those down because we don't want to deal with it. Because people will think us cra- we're crazier or that, you know, that's just not normal. And it's like, yes, it is. Because you vib- you can vibrate at the same frequency as that bee 
as the flower, as a plant, as a grass. It's just whether you're open, you've opened that filter. They used to call it filters. Whether you've opened that choice to vibrate at those frequencies. Right. So when you're talking about A to B, it's more like the factual, like, yes, we know that if we mix flour and water, we make goo. Like it's just yes. a factual, very literal, as opposed to a, a possibility or like things you can't prove because you can't see it. Kind yes, of that's right. Okay. That's what I mean by A, a to B. A, B. Yes. Okay. Just because we haven't gone here on the podcast. Oh, before, okay. So it's just like we need to maybe identify some places that are so, so that tends to be two-dimensional. But if you're if you're an A, it, beyond the B. If you're the you whole know, alphabet. Yeah, you're a whole alphabet. You're on a different dimension. But the the thing with the gifts is that, um, I, I mean, I'm very blessed. I can see, I can fee, feel, I can hear, I can go into past lives. I can go beyond past lives. But the thing is, a lot of us tend to choose, choose to filter those gifts. So you might vibrate at a frequency in your body and you might have it. All of us can see, all of us can feel, and all of us can hear. So you might vibrate at a level that you sense that there's energy out there, but you choose to shut yourself off either because you've been taught or you believe that's the only way you're going to be accepted in life. So you choose to shut yourself off. So therefore you, you're still hearing them, but at a different level. But if you choose to open yourself up and accept yourself for who you are, then the whole world opens you up to different possibilities. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So by sort of being in a A to B lifestyle, you have a lot of limitations you've put upon yourself. And that this is the only thing that's been proven to you that you shouldn't hope for or think that something could be different. There was a point in time that if I channeled something for somebody, I'm just using this as an example, I channeled this for somebody and I wouldn't tell them because I was scared of what the outcome of that channel was going to create, then I wouldn't tell them, well, I would get a headache because I'm not, it, it was something really important. It had to be told. And I would get a headache because I was not channeling it. At one point in that, I did abandon my gifts and tried to follow and just get out, go to work, come home, and don't expect anything more than that. But I became extremely sick. Because that's not who I am. Um, not that there's not anything wrong with that. It's just that's not who I was. And I was denying myself. By choosing the limitations of other people, I was denying uh, who I was. So that's what I mean by going to different dimensions. So if your gift is you've had a past life, well, I'll use this one. If you've had a past life where you're a healer and you used all the natural stuff to heal people, you can hear the animals, you can hear the plants, you can hear the trees, you can hear the bees, because they helped save you in the past. They helped you save other people in the past. And then another example would be if you had a past life as a scriber, like writing stuff down, recording stuff in history, you might have a lot of trauma associated with that. But that could also be the greatest gift you could ever offer anyone is to be a writer or a channeler or just share, share your gifts. Yeah. Songwriter. Or yeah. Something like that. Poetry. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, there's so many ways it can come. And we we don't always associate getting sick with not listening or quote unquote listening. <laughs> we yeah. don't associate that. It does happen sometimes for sure. And and it doesn't have to be that way either. It can be very subtle. So it's it's been really cool to to talk to you today about all these different things and enlighten people about the differences in the dimensions and how sound healing can uh, help people and how it's brought you so much joy, just following your intuition, yes. buying things that you didn't know were ever going to do that. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I'd have to house these beings. <laughs> so. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So cool. So thank you again, Diane. It's oh, been thank fun. you for doing this. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. All right. And enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. Make more joy. Yes. Allow. Allow more joy. (laughs) Yes, allow more joy. Until next time. Thank you so much for giving us your time today. We truly appreciate our guests for sharing their stories and insights about how intuition has impacted their lives. And I'm so grateful for Peter Trainer for his time and giving me this original music. It's now your turn. It's your turn to listen and act on your own intuition and help make the world a better place. Until next time, keep seeing, being, knowing, and doing. If you like this podcast, please share it. If you want to find others like it, go to www.healingvitality.ca or wherever you would find your podcasts. We would love to have you join us on this journey. Come be a crow sitting in the tree. Be part of our community.